Hey guys, welcome to This Is A Fucking Podcast. We're your hosts, Ryan and Kayla. Hi, I'm Ryan. Yeah, very enthusiastic there, Ryan. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, totally. Anyway, so the weirdest thing happened to me the other day. Not really weird, because it happens all the time. But I was just kind of sitting and minding my own business, and my little brother Jerry just comes up, and he starts blowing on my feet that were just up in the air, because that's how people recline on a daily basis. Well, I would respond to that also with foot blowing. I mean, yeah, no, and like a handshake. Yeah, blowing it's on like, people's feet. Hey, you need Jerry, go fuck yourself. I don't know. <laughs> it was it was really annoying. Jerry's and I told him, brother, by the way. I think I said that, but it was so annoying. I wanted to like kill him right then. I mean, I don't know when I don't want to kill him at this point. <laughs> I hate the, the relationship. You gotta, guys gotta have more love, man. Yeah, I know. I feel like my family's just fucked up, though. Mm-hmm. This is how it is. That's just life. It's probably because you get a shower in a kitchen. <laughs> it's probably the main source of all of your... Just, you guys should hire me as your family therapist, because I can sort this all out by buying you a shower. Oh, yeah. No, Brian. I'll, I'll just come shower at your house all the time. Oh, that sounds very sexy. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> just come over and shower anytime you want. Why, thank you. Yeah. That'll be great. Mm-hmm. No, but, like... I don't know. There's there's nothing wrong with the way we shower. Okay, I'm clean, ish. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Keep <laughs> convincing, convincing you Yeah, I'm just I'm slowly trying to just wrap my head around the fact that we still don't have a shower after living on like this island for four years. I mean, four years, and we still don't have a shower. I mean, we bought land like as soon as we got here, and you know the only thing we have on it. You want to know? A shower. It's a shower. <laughs> we have a pipe, and it's over top, so if you ever got a shower while you're passing, you're like, yeah, I'm going to stop and take a quick shower Yeah, here. just, like, strip down and shower in, in the forest. In the forest, you know, because... Right beside the trail. Yeah. And, and the primary school, too. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, we'll just, we'll just flash all the children. It's okay, they got to learn early. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure, like, half the people here walk around naked anyway, so... Here? In your town there? They do it's that? Just, like, everywhere. They just, they just walk no. around. Well, there again. used to be, like, an old fat guy that would sit, like, way at the beginning of your house. And I thought he was a chick for the longest no, time. No, I think, I think, I think he is, like, half girl. Like, I don't know what that's called. Well, he had great tits. Is all Amazing. I know. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. Not really. No. For somebody <laughs> with 500 pounds, that's, that's how I want to It was look. just, it was sexy. It was I know, beautiful. but I haven't seen him in a while. I've passed up here a few times. I don't see him anymore. No, he was there the other day. He always just sits there. At, in, like, the most busy corner in the whole tiny little, like, population of 500 people village. and Topless. Yeah, Wait, just topless. And nice. at this point, I'm really not sure if he's a guy or a girl. It, well, I thought he was a girl for the longest time. And then I talked to some people and I was like, you guys know about that shirtless guy, that chick <laughs> that sits on the corner? And they was like, dude, that's a, that's a guy. I, 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 like, at this point, I think when you get to 500 pounds, you can't tell the difference between boobs and noobs. Like, it's just kind of like chest flab. Oh, well, he's beautiful. He yeah. He's life to the fullest. It's okay. We don't have people like home. that in my village. Nobody, yeah. Everybody's pretty chill. Nobody likes yeah. to be naked. That's okay. I'm cool with that. You know, I don't, I'm not nudity. big into the nudity thing. You guys could have, like, your own little nudist colony up here. I mean, it's pretty, um... Secluded. Yeah. They, I feel like, I feel like a lot of people think we do. Just because, like, especially um, Jerry, he, he likes to run around naked. I know, your dad just kind of, like, we were sitting in there, he just kind of came in with underwear on, nothing shirt, yeah. got out of the shower, and he's like, yeah, I'm just going to chill here. That's just how, like, I feel like in society, it's socially acceptable for males, naked especially, all like, where we grew up, 
in the suburbs of Pennsylvania. Like, it's just okay for the guys to just walk around in their underwear. Although I did hear about this time, like, uh, some guy was walking around naked in his house. I don't know if this happened where I grew up or somewhere near there. And he got arrested because a little girl saw him through his window. What did she do? Call the police? She's like, I, don't I saw know. a naked guy in his house. Her, no, her mom called the police. Because her mom got really freaked out. Like, oh my god, my daughter's all junk. Because she's not going to see that in five years. And then, like, he got arrested in his own home because he had just gotten out of the shower and was walking around I his house naked. That. He must have made some stupid-ass phone call and they were, they were like, like, oh my god, there's a naked guy running down no, the street. No, but apparently it's, like, against the public nudity laws because you can, like, be naked in your own house. Yeah, but because people could see him. Or, like, through the window. I guess the curtain wasn't drawn. On the curtain. It was so stupid. I mean... You just gotta lock your doors, close your windows, yeah. hide yourself, and then get naked and jump in the shower that you don't have. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. I think, like, people way over, um, overemphasize how bad it is to be naked. Because it's really not that bad. I mean, we have bodies for a reason, okay? If I want to walk around topless, I should be allowed to. The reason that you have a a body is to be naked? Yes, exactly. It's like, we were given these beautiful bodies for something. To be naked. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's not just for sex. It's to be naked. Okay, Okay, I was walking around in my underwear yesterday, and it felt amazing. And it felt socially unacceptable to take off my underwear. (laughs) Want to be naked around your entire family? But it's like it's like boiling hot here. It was so hot yesterday. I felt like my skin was melting off and sweaty and naked. Well, it's better than being clothed (laughs) and sweaty. I don't think so because clothes like absorb sweat. I don't know. I was I was at the point where I just wanted to go like hang myself from a tree, but like on a swing though, not like a noose, and just kind of like. In the wind, just kind of swing back and forth mm. and feel the breeze over my body. That sounds like it would feel amazing. It just does. Okay, well, like, when you like kill yourself and jump off, you're making sure you're doing it naked. I'm going to do a naked. I'm That's, going to like is, no. How I'm gonna die is I'm gonna take a gun, right? I'm gonna like strip. She <laughs> <laughs> got dark. <laughs> I'm gonna strip down in front of a hole, right, to make it really easy so people don't have to. Like, I will dig my own hole. I'll dig my own grave. No, I'll just stand, I'll like free fall back into it, and the gun will just go off, and I'll die Mm -hmm. on my way down into the hole. And I'll like, I'll just leave like emails on everyone's computer. I'll be like, yo, people, this is where you'll find me. Just, you know, throw the dirt over me and try not to look at my junk. And that'll be that. That's like my biggest fear is that I'll die naked. Like if I fall and slip in my shower because I'm a regular person and I have a shower and I break my neck, I will come back from the dead. I will summon a demon so that I can come back for 15 minutes to put clothes on and then break my neck again and die (laughs) in the shower because nobody needs to see me naked dying in a shower with my neck broken, okay? I actually have this fear that like I'll just faint in the shower and like somebody, or not in the shower, in the kitchen, okay? We shower in the kitchen. You were pro-nudity forever. No. Somebody's going to go get a sandwich and you're going to be lying there naked (laughs) on the kitchen floor. No, I'm saying like, um... I think it should be okay for us to be naked. And I think, like, in some instances, when your skin's melting off, you should be allowed to be naked. But, like, where I am right now, I wouldn't just walk around naked. Like, okay, maybe I would if I was allowed to. But Well, when I was younger, dicks were the scariest thing in the whole world. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Wait, can I, I tell you a funny story? When I and I saw you naked, I would just yeah. shit myself. <laughs> so, when I was in kindergarten a long, long time ago, 
I had a boyfriend, my first boyfriend. His name was Monty. Yeah, I've always been like, I am. I've had so many boyfriends. It's sad. Um, It's sad sad at this point. And he gave me like this ring with a dolphin on it. It was actually like a band of dolphins and it was adorable. And I still have it somewhere. Mm -hmm. And he was just, we were the cutest thing, you know, all the older kids loved us. And it was adorable. And then one day we were on the bus and we were holding hands. And we were talking and I looked down at his hand. And this is where my hand problem started. And he had this little like bump or ward or something. And I remember like saying in my five-year-old mind or seven or what, however old you are in kindergarten. And I just remember thinking like, what if his doinkus looked like that? Because that's what we used to call it. We used to call it a doinkus. And... I just, I don't know. It just grossed me out so much. And ever since then, like, if a guy doesn't have nice hands, I just can't date him. That's just my thing. <laughs> bad, bad dick. Yeah, because I associate it with that for some reason. I don't know why. Oh. It's strange. I just, I guess my hand thing is for a different reason. Like, yeah. when people don't have nice hands, like when they have really shitty nails or dirt, oh, yeah. and, like, like the top crevices of their nails oh, and stuff. Oh, that's gross, yeah. No, I mean, I have, a, I have a hand problem with that, too. Like, if hands are dirty, I just can't. But also, if hands are, like, misshapen. <laughs> so mean. Like, if you're missing a finger, don't come near me. No, it's like, I have no problem with this. Case. There was actually this really hot guy who had, like, lost two fingers in, um, I don't know, I guess he was doing woodworking or something at school. And, he, like, his um, right um, pinky and ring finger got cut off. And this was years before I even met him. And I just remember thinking he was the most beautiful boy on earth. And he was, he really was. So I have no problem with missing fingers. Well, unless it's like, I don't know. Missing your arm? Yeah. I don't know. I no, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. It's just like, if somebody has like those nails that are just like the really short, like half nails. Oh, that, I, that, that grosses me out. I don't know why. And I feel bad saying that. I used to have a woodshop teacher, and I thought he was pretty cute. <laughs> he was, like, a 40-year-old man, but oh, that's yeah. okay. It's well, I mean, hottest like, version. Looking like Leonardo DiCaprio. I would bang him any day, and he's, like, 50. So. Yeah, well, he didn't look like Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> he looked like a lonely woodshop teacher, and I was in love with him. Okay. Anyway, yeah. he was missing, like, half his pinky finger, and it was really, really ratchet, and he would, like, wiggle it around. Oh. And I used to love, I used to take woodshop, and I loved it so much. And I remember, I like, one of my only friends in there is this gay guy, and he was pretty good at woodshop. He helped me out quite a bit, because he's better at measuring than I was. <laughs> and so, anyway, there's, like, those big, giant saws that you gotta, like, hold onto the plastic, and you gotta push the wood through it. Oh, that's And you gotta scary. put the saw down. I know, I couldn't use it for, like, the first half my, year. Like, and so, anyway... He was, like, doing it, and he was busy talking to me and being gay and stuff. <laughs> Damn gay people ruining our economy. Oh anyway, he got his whole entire pinky finger nail ripped off. Oh. And it was so oh bloody. God. And the woodshop teacher was like, yeah, another kid's got his finger left. And everybody was, like, dying. I think some <laughs> chick, chick, like, threw up. Oh, my And God. I was standing right there, and I was like, I for sure thought he lost a finger because there's so much blood. And it was so bad. And, yeah, we got the rest of the woodshop, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I loved woodshop. We used to do so much fun stuff when you get days off. I woodshop for one year. And you're supposed to make an egg out of just this block of wood mm. with like a file. It was like a fingernail file too. And it was it was wonderful. We just kind of sat there and we filed away at this block of wood with a tiny little file. And it took us like a year to make this tiny egg. And mine was so perfect. And then... 
I lost it. So that was, that was one of my, it was really sad. There, there was this one kid though who made like this weird egg that had like a groove around the center. It looked like it had a waist. So it was just a wasted egg, you know. I in woodshot like I made a lot of stuff in woodshot. Um, <laughs> anyway, I made like this cutting board, and I really really love Pepe the Frog. <laughs> So Back when he was the coolest. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I made it with a big face on him. Like it was, I made it with a big face of Peppa the Frog on it, <laughs> and it was so beautiful. And I worked so hard on it, and I got it like lanished afterwards, or whatever you call it. Laminated. Laminated, lanished. I don't know. And no, like teak oiled. <laughs> teak oiled. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. Uh, Just like finished. Just it was finished. Beautiful. Finished. Yeah. Yeah. It was so pretty. It was the most, honestly, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever created. And I forgot it there over summer, and he sold it to a kid. No, okay. He sold it to, like, a, I don't know, seventh grader, some stupid seventh grader saw a peppy cutting board, and he thought it was the coolest thing ever, bought it for 20 bucks. (laughs) Which it was. (laughs) Anyway, so when I came back after summer, I was like, yeah, I forgot my peppy cutting board here in India, because it's the only thing I'm proud of in my life. And she was like, sorry, I sold it to some seventh grader. And so I was like, what is the name? And he didn't know, so after I went there and I asked all the seventh graders in the woodshop class, which one of you guys bought my Pepe cutting board? And there was this one kid, and he was like, yeah, I got this. And so I was like, I'll pay you double to get it back. And so he brought it the next day, and he looked, like put it in the locker, and I, 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 was, I just kind of took it, because <laughs> it was mine. And yeah, and I always feel bad about that, but it was mine, and he shouldn't have sold it. Yeah, that's not right. No, that's like, I don't know. That's like somebody just coming into your room and taking your, like, favorite stuffed animal and selling on eBay. Thank you, mother. Is that, is that a thing, really? Yeah. Literally, when I was little, all on eBay? of my... Yeah, I had... My whole bed was full of stuffed animals. I have pictures to prove it. Just stuffed full. I couldn't even fit on okay, the bed. Okay, wait. Who buys a used teddy bear off eBay? <laughs> I don't know. No, it wasn't even on eBay, though. It was, like... Um, she donated them all to a thrift shop, and I had this one oh, favorite one. Better. Yeah, but I had this one favorite one that I just, I started bawling my eyes out. So we drove back to the thrift shop, and it had already been sold. Really? Yeah, in like the 10 minutes. And I was so depressed. Oh. And I'm, I am I still have stuffed animals on my bed. I love stuffed animals. I have one. I have like three. I still have them forever. I have like had honestly two stuffed animals in my life, and one of them I still have. Yeah. The other one was a bear. And his name was Barry. Oh, that's cute. And I guess, like, I'm very creative with these name things. Oh, yeah. And I have a raccoon, and his name is Racco. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I also had a lamb, actually, when I was really young, and his name was Lammy. No way. I don't know. The greatest oh, of the greatest. I've had one constant stuffed animal in my life. You know, like, my husband. He's a boy. Yeah. His name's Sprinkles. He's a multicolored hippo. And <laughs> this is so cool. He's, this conversation. Yeah, no, he's like sitting on my bed right now. But when I was little, I lost him. I lost the original sprinkles oh, somewhere. Did mom buy like a new one for you? No, I, I'm pretty sure she donated the original one oh. to the thrift shop. And I just remember like a couple of weeks after he was gone, I noticed he was gone because I'm a very attentive person, you know, <laughs> Atten- whatever. And then, um, yeah, so I just started, like, looking around and asking my dad, Dad, where's Sprinkles? I need Sprinkles. And he goes, why do you need Sprinkles? And I'm like, because he's gone. And it took him a while to realize I was talking about the stuffed animal um, and not just cake sprinkles because apparently I like to eat those as a child. And, um, yeah, so I walked in on him and my mom just on the computer 
just scrolling through. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I just walked in on them. And that was the end of my life. Um, After I lost my best friend slash <laughs> Anyway, so I walked in on the, on the computer, just scrolling through the Toys R Us, um, you know, website, whatever, or Kids R Us or Babies R Us. I don't even know at this point. And I just saw um, pictures of hippos. And they were like, oh, we're not doing anything, and, like, shut the keyboard or switch on. Whatever old people did when they had old computers. And laptops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those things, you know. Because yeah, we, we have, yeah. like, we have fancy laptop computers now. Yeah, that, we don't use laptops in this day and age. Yeah, we it's use, like, cool we use, like, foldable things, whatever they're called. <laughs> Project- oh, yeah, just, like, hologram computers. Yeah. They're complete. You can... I'm putting my hand through it right now. No, I'm not. Anyway, so I remember walking in and seeing these pictures of hippos and them just kind of turning off the screen and saying, oh, we're not doing anything. And then two days later, Sprinkle shows up on my bed with a note that was like, hi, Kayla. I've been walking through all these streets because I got lost in the rain and just this whole story. And it was adorable. And I could tell my dad wrote it because, like, his handwriting's unmistakable. When you were eight, you could tell that. Yeah. I mean, he also wrote my tooth fairy letters, which was, you know, very obvious. He he came up with the greatest stories though. But Sprinkles like you apparently got letters from the tooth fairy? I got like hundred dollar bills from the tooth Are fairy. You serious? Yeah, it was great. Okay, can I just tell you when I was younger in school, I didn't give a shit about school because I didn't have my life figured out. Totally. School. You know I was gonna make money, I was gonna keep losing teeth forever and I was gonna get millions of dollars oh, yeah. so I was like saving up okay and I had like a jar full of teeth like 20 teeth probably honestly oh, yeah. yeah pretty cool yeah. as somebody who that's great that's great and, and so I was like yeah I'll put this all under my pillow at one time and leave the country with my millions of dollars <laughs> and, oh my god and obviously I had to find out the tooth fairy wasn't real before I could exchange that so I was no. like about five dollars in tooth fairy money I just remember being the kid that was like, I knew the tooth fairy wasn't real, but I played along with it, you know, so my parents would think that I knew it was real, or at least think that I thought that I was real. I don't know if that makes any sense. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was strange, but it was great because I got all this money. And then I remember my older brother, he, um, he got four teeth pulled. Right after I had gotten one tooth pulled and got $100 for it, and he was, like, going in, like, putting his teeth under his pillow and being like, I'm going to get $400 tomorrow. And, of course, he only got 100 and he was destroyed. Ah, uh, that's horrible. That's, like, the worst thing ever. Yeah, but I've always, I'm the only girl, so, you know. So you got the I, I always got just favorable treatment, got, which is kind of sad, but. You know, I honestly felt really blessed afterwards, because, like, I always got money, of course, in right. my tooth fairy. And then, like, when I went to school, I had this friend, and she was like, yeah, I lost a tooth. I got a whole lollipop. Oh, and I was like, no. are you kidding me? You got a lollipop? <laughs> I know they would give like toys in Germany, especially they would always do that. They wouldn't give money. They would give toys, toys and lollipops like and candies and stuff. I feel, I feel like it's the Americans. I really started the whole money giving thing because. Yeah, well, when I was eight, I had no idea to do too with money anyway. I was yeah. like, what, what can I do with this? This isn't food. I can't eat it or play with it. <laughs> no, but it was it was really great when I got my 
Tooth Fairy money because I didn't just get the money. I would leave a letter for the Tooth Fairy that said like, hi, Tooth Fairy. And then in my head, I'd be thinking, hi, dad. And then because <laughs> like I've, I've always known that the Tooth Fairy was my dad. I, I mean, would, you can't mistake that handwriting. You I can't mistake it. I not know at all. My mom wrote me letters like twice and I could, I didn't know that Tooth Fairy or the Easter Money or Santa wasn't real until I was like 12 years old. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You know, how it went down is that I used to remember. I used to write letters to the Tooth Fairy, and I was like, yeah, I want to run away with you. My family sucks. Come take me, and I'm going to be your Tooth Fairy apprentice to become the next Tooth Fairy. And she was like, I'm down. (laughs) So I would always write, like, dear Tooth Fairy, I hope you're doing well. Here are my teeth. And the Tooth Fairy would always write back, because we had this running thing that the Tooth Fairy would take her teeth and polish them and turn them into stars. Really? Which is great. Yeah, so I'd always be like, I hope my tooth makes a really bright, shining star. And it would be amazing. And then the tooth fairy, a.k.a. my dad, would always write back, Dear Kayla, your tooth made the brightest star. And we're so happy. And keep on brushing. You know, because that was the big thing. Just brush your teeth. Because Americans have to have these perfect teeth. Otherwise, they're not American. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just feel like that's how it is. Like, if you look at all the movie stars, all the Americans have, like, perfect teeth. And everyone else is just like, I don't give a fuck. I think you mean all movie stars have perfect teeth. It's not just Americans. No, but if you look at, like, especially, I want to say the British ones, even though this isn't true for all of them, a lot of them have, like, not (laughs) not even, like, shitty teeth, though, but, like, overlapping teeth, which is, like, totally cool. I have an overlapping tooth. I mean, it's not that big, but, you know, it's beautiful. Yeah, I I actually didn't need braces, which was pretty great. All my brothers needed braces. Really? Well, Um, like, I don't know, Phoenix did. He hated them. He had braces for, like, I don't know, four years, and he had retainers and, like, palate expanders before that, and he needed, like, a gum grab. Palate expanders? Yeah, it was, like, it was strange. He had, like, the worst mouth ever. And, oh, he's turning 18 soon. That's going to be crazy. Wow. I can't believe it. That's great. I'm really. (laughs) Yeah. And then, I don't know, so Jerry, who's the youngest, he needed um, braces. He's had braces, and then he's got them caught in, like, his gum. I don't even know. He just, yeah, he's had braces on and off and on and off, and they just have never done anything. Actually, his front two teeth were parallel at one point, and now they're kind of straight. So he had, like, braces lots of times? Yeah, he's had braces, like, five oh, times. That's horrible. You know what money that costs? Why? Are you just not braces, right? No, he kept, like, prying them off himself. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know why. It's so expensive. That's yeah. Children. Yeah, and then Leonard, like, hasn't needed them yet, but apparently he's going to get them this year. I don't think he has bad teeth. He doesn't, but his front ones are all, like, messed up. You guys care too much about these things. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Like, only Americans give a shit. It's like your teeth, you know? Gotta make those shining stars there. I remember for some reason thinking when you were younger, like, I guess it is kind of the truth. I don't know if there's some truth to it, but, like... Um, when you brush your teeth, you always have to go in little tiny circles, always. Yeah, or no, else but it does it's true. no effect whatsoever. No, it's so not I just that assume. it does nothing. It's that if you don't do it like that, it eats away your gum and you get receding gum line. What? And then that's why that's why Phoenix needed a gum graft because he used to brush like too hard and he like just wore away at his gums. Oh, yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. It was really scary for a while there because you know my dad was all like, "Oh, your teeth are gonna fall out," and you know Phoenix just freaked out. 
Well, anyway, I would, like, go perfect hardcore circles. Like, I would do, like, five circles. Like, I wouldn't even brush my teeth hard, like, because I was so focused on doing the circles. Oh, that's perfect. So I would, like, form my mouth, like, as wide as I could, and I would take the toothbrush, and I would go one circle, two circles, <laughs> three circles. And I was, like, because someone told me that. They were, like, the only way, the only acceptable way to brush your teeth is perfect circles. If you don't do that, don't try, don't live oh life. Oh, my God. And so, yeah, I figured that was, that was it. Oh, that's great. No, but, like, so, I've always used really soft bristle toothbrushes, and I remember I slept over at this one girl's house once. I don't even remember why. I don't even like her. Anyway, um, so, I forgot my toothbrush, and she's like, oh, don't worry, I have tons of unopened toothbrushes. Here, I'll just get you one. So, she gave me this toothbrush, and I opened it, and I started brushing my teeth, and I was like, oh, fuck, because the bristles were really hard, and they hurt, and I couldn't brush my teeth, so I just kind of took my finger <laughs> I did like the finger brushing. Why do I do that all the time? It just hurt too much. I can't do. I can't. I don't really? know. I don't know why I can't do it. I just. I can't. Anyway, so there was this other time, sleepover wise. It has nothing to do with brushing teeth. I slept over at my friend's house. Um, she was my best friend when I was little. Her name was Anya, and she had all these puppets hanging from her ceiling. They were like marionette puppets. Really? Yeah, and it was so creepy. It creeped me out. And there was, I remember they were like, she had one of Pinocchio and they were just, I don't remember what the other ones were. She had like Ernie and Bert, I think, from Sesame Street. Yeah. And it just, it creeped me out. And I was supposed to go to bed and I was just like, screw this, I'm calling home. So I called my dad and I was like, dad, I can't sleep here. There are people staring at me. And he got like really creeped out because he thought there were literal people staring at me as I was lying down in bed. And he's like, Emma. This is a safe family, right? <laughs> it was just like, um, yeah, but there are people on the ceiling. And then, of course, he thought I was crazy, so I ended up spending the night there. And um, that was the most traumatizing night of my life. Really? No. Yes. I don't know at this point. I've just... never called in saying to a parent that I wanted to come home from a sleepover. Like, it's oh. against my morals. If I committed to this sleepover, I'm yeah. badass. I'm going to stay here overnight, even if it kills me. I well, got I'm this. glad you feel like that because, you know, you're sleeping over tonight, and that might be rough. Um, <laughs> As I was about to shower in your shower, I was like, this is my time. shower. This is where, in, in your kitchen. Uh, when I was in a shower in your kitchen, I was like, this is where I'm going to call home for the first time. But yeah. I didn't. Got through it. Oh, wow. Thank you for that. I know. You feel I, I, amazing. I, you make me brave. Thank you. Oh, my hand is like you. Spazzing. <laughs> no, I, was, I had an interview with the school. Um, our school? No. Um, the school I'm going to next year. Oh. Um, or when I was applying to schools for next year. And I was smiling. And I've been smiling so much because of an interview right before that. That my face just started spasming. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a Skype interview. And it was so weird. So I would I would smile, and then my face would just start twitching. You know when the corners of your mouth start twitching, and they just go up and down, up and down really fast, and it feels... This never happened to me. Oh, my God. It's, it's the strangest feeling ever, and it was so weird. And it was it was scary, because I thought she was going to look at me like I had, like, some... Did they? Were no, they like, yeah, no, we got to go luckily now? Luckily for me, luckily for me, our internet is crap, so... <laughs> They couldn't see me at all. And at that point, I was just like, thank, thank God. First time crappy internet said yeah. anybody ever. It saved my life. It saved my, my school experience because I got in. Is that the school? They interview you? Yeah, all the schools interview you. I that's didn't like, know that's that. That's like one of the main application things. It sucks. How can they find so school many sucks. people? I don't know. It had like a tight schedule though. It was exactly 30 minutes. 
and it was just like, okay, on, what's your name, what's your age, what's your this, what's your that, what's your favorite subject, goodbye, and that was it. That really? was, yeah, it was just, it was like down to the science of it. Oh. It was, it was intense, and I was so nervous, and it was over, and I was just like, wait, that was it? And, well, was, at least you got in. Yeah, I got in, so I'm happy, I'm really excited. I suck at Skype interviews and calls with <laughs> random people, especially people I don't know. Like, you know, when you, like, talk to somebody and they're like, hey, what's your Skype? And then, like, I never call them because I know it's going to be so yeah. awkward if you call somebody and you're like, hi, how you doing? This yeah. is me in my natural habitat, just chilling. I, mean, I feel like I'm a really talkative person, so that's never really happened to me. Like, I've, like, Skyped people that I met on Twitter and stuff. Really? If yeah. you, if I don't know you, I'm flat wire. You can't get a word <laughs> no, out of me. so I started talking with this one chick on Twitter. She's from England, and it was really awesome. She has an amazing accent. <laughs> and we were talking about books because, you know, why not? And we talked for, like, an hour and a half, and it was amazing. And she, then she goes, oh, yeah, you know, it's, like, midnight here, and I have school tomorrow. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Well, okay, goodbye. And that was that. So we've talked a couple more times, and she's actually pretty great. So... I'm happy. You got internet friends. I've got lots of internet friends. That's cool. And it really creeps my dad out because he thinks everyone on the internet's a rapist. That's basically my mom all the time. Like, I'll make reference to somebody. I'll tell her, like, this is my friend said this thing. And she'll just be like, I, I haven't met them. Who are they? And I was like, oh, it's on the internet. And they'll be like, she'll be like, what? That's like, that's the problem <laughs> with, like, Tumblr and stuff. Because I feel like Tumblr and Twitter and, like... I don't know. I feel like those two, especially, you can meet a lot of people. I mean, not including the dating sites, obviously. I don't like dating sites, really. I don't feel like they really do anything. They're just pervs. And then... <laughs> Have you been on, like, Tinder? Or isn't Tinder the gay one? I, no, Grindr, no, Tinder. No, I've been on, I've been on Tinder. I've been on OkCupid just because I was so bored and I needed someone to talk to. Oh. <laughs> and it's, I actually have OkCupid now and I haven't opened it yet. It's just kind of sitting on my phone. I used, like, I used to always, when I was younger, like, like, I don't know, 12, yeah. um, me and my friends would always go the calling ones. Cause you know when they used to have, like, or maybe they still do, but the commercials on the TV and it's like, call us for a great time. Wait, isn't that like sex? Yeah, sex lines. And so we we would we'd call oh, yeah. and we pretend to be the girls cuz like you can talk to both people, you know, right, like right. and so we'd like pretend to be girls. It would be like really bad and there'd be like these old men and oh. it'd be so funny. And we'd be like, I don't know, we would do stupid shit. It was really funny though. Oh my god. And we didn't realize how really bad that was and we kept getting blocked from all of them. <laughs> and we were like we went on like 10 of them. There was there was one and it was like really bad. Oh my god. No, that, that actually reminds me, it has nothing to do with sex lines or prank calling. It has to do with a surprise party. I don't know why, where that link, I have a strange mind. <laughs> anyway, um, so when I left my school in fifth grade, um, because it was a school that went from first to eighth grade, and I left in fifth because we were moving, and my whole class threw me a surprise party, and I had no idea what was going on, because all the girls went over, there were two girls who lived in, like, they were neighbors, so I went over with my best friend to one girl's house, and then all the other girls went to another girl's house, or the other girl's house, and then we were like, okay, we'll go meet at the swimming hole and go swimming. So we walked over to the other girl's house, and they were like, Kayla, wait outside. And I go, but I want to go inside to get them. And they were just like, no, Kayla, you wait outside. There's a dog that's going to attack you. And, I, you know, that made me feel so safe. And I was like, but I don't mind dogs. And so finally they made me stay outside. And I was, like, close to tears. I was about to cry. 
And then one of the girls pokes her head out, and she's like, okay, Kayla, you can come inside now. So I walk in, and all these balloons pop. And I was like, holy shit. And they had planned this whole, like, intricate surprise party with, like, all these cupcakes and cakes and ice cream and, like, things to do. It was amazing. It was, like, the best day of my life, you know. Yeah, that was pretty great. I loved Yeah, that was the only surprise party I've ever had. And it was, like, the best day of my life. Never had any surprise party, but if I did, it wouldn't be the best. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I feel like surprise parties can be really iffy because some people love them and some people hate them. I don't not want to be surprised because I would just look like absolute shit because you can't catch me off guard and not have me look like shit. I think that goes for like everyone. Only on occasion do I look great and that's when I go and I plan for the party. Yeah, no, I I agree. I was wearing like like a tankini, you know, back in the... (laughs) Because why not? You know, that that was my life as a fifth grader was just tankinis. What is a tankini? <laughs> you know what that's, like, that's like little... Yeah, it's like it's like a bikini, but instead of just the bikini top, it has that thing that drapes down over your stomach, so it's kinda like a shirt. And yeah. I lived for them. I had so many of them and they were like they were like the shit back then. I don't even remember styles in like <laughs> fifth grade. Yeah. Like crop tops and baby <laughs> Oh my god. I, I can't do crop tops. The, the I mean I love them but I can't wear them. They just, they don't look right. I used to wear crop tops all the time in, like, seventh grade. I was, like, crappy. Such a loser. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so I think that is our time. So thank you, guys, for listening to This Is A Fucking Podcast. And hit subscribe. And tell us, tell about us to all your friends because they need to hear this. They do. Okay. Pressure. They do. Pressure. We love you. Okay. Thanks for tuning in and listening to us. We appreciate it. Bye. Bye.